You don't understand. I waited all week for that. <laughs> I was, I wanted to talk to you about it all week. I almost I was, texted you four separate days about that song, bro. Just that song. <laughs> I literally would have the message typed up, and then I'd be like, "No, just wait. Save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast." Oh man. Welcome to After Listen, the music discovery and discussion podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Terry O. And I'm Brandon Lee. Today we're discussing songs that tell a good story. Some interesting stories at that. As always, you can check the show notes for song links, as well as ways to support the artists. Here on After Listen, we love discussing music and talking about it. But to avoid any issues, here are some quick disclaimers. And we actually got some real ones this time, y'all. Number one. Our golden rule, we respect everyone's opinion, regardless of how wrong and terrible it may be. Number two, this episode will feature explicit language. Um, So you have been warned. Yep. Coming Uh, in hot. Coming in hot. We're going to be uncensored. We're talking about some crazy stories. And, you know, it's going to be explicit as pertaining to the music. So hide your kids, hide your dog, whatever it takes. (laughs) Don't want no issues. Um, And lastly... We're here just to talk about the music. We don't care nothing about the artist's real life. Um, we're just here to discuss the music. Yeah. And speaking of which, we actually got a lot of good stories to get through this week. So we're just going to jump right into it. So, Brandon, I'm going to toss it over to you. Yeah. So we decided this week we're going to introduce each other's picks instead of introducing our own. So I'm going to I'm gonna do Terrio's first pick. Uh, his, his first song he had was Meet the Parents by Jay-Z. And I, mm-hmm. this is... I think this is my favorite out of all the songs you picked. Jay-Z, just again, being masterful lyricist. Um, the song itself, like production-wise, beat-wise, all that is, is you know, very on par for Jay-Z. But then just the, the story itself of like, you know, a lady getting pregnant because, you know, she's hanging out with the wild guys that's out, you know, thugging on the streets and stuff. And then she gets mm-hmm. pregnant and then years down the line the guy like meets his dad on the street because his dad abandoned him because he didn't he wasn't dark enough and like the own the fact that like the dad killed the son at the end was just like it was definitely one of those moments where i had like a whiplash i was like what like it was yeah like it was a a good like great really musical gut punch as i was listening to it Um, yeah no doubt like when that song came out like that that was from blueprint too uh oh yeah also bonus disclaimer Spoiler alert, we're talking about some songs that got good storytelling in it, so we're going to kind of ruin... Yeah, that really should have been a disclaimer. Yeah, we're going to ruin the awesome story just because we're discussing it and like what makes it a good story and then like what we loved about it. So, Exactly. Yeah. If you, uh, this, this might be an episode we recommend. If, if you have not heard any of these songs before you listen to the episode, you go and listen to those just so you have kind of a, an idea. If you care about being spoiled, at least. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, jumping back in... Um, Meet the Parents, that's one of the songs off that album, that classic album that really just stuck with me. Because like the first time I heard it, you know, I was like, okay, just you know, another classic hip-hop song or whatever, listening to it. And then I listened all the way through. And then the message and the double meaning of the message mm-hmm. is like, whoa, that's... Because you, it, that's a good point. You definitely don't... It, it wasn't until the end of the song that I, that I did realize, like, oh, he's... This isn't just a, a, a you know, I don't want to say like Jay-Z raps meaningless songs, but... Mm-hmm. not to the same depth of like the story we're getting in this song, you know, like I didn't realize just how deep it was until like you said, like at the end and that gut mm-hmm. punch comes and you go back and you re listen to it and you're like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like the first time I was listening, cause again, uh, I'm, I'm working on it, but I've not fully cured my lack of Jay-Z listening through my life. Uh, this was one of the songs that I've, I've not, it's, it's not popped up as something I've been going back through and listening to him uh, mm-hmm. of, of recent um, so this was my first time listening to it was, was for this episode. And I, I definitely had a similar experience to what you're talking about where I was, yeah, at first I was like, okay, this is just a pretty good typical rap song. You know, Jay-Z's bringing it like he always does. And then, yeah, just that, yeah, the twist at the, I don't know if twist is the right word, but it's like the, the bow where it ties it all together, I guess is a better way to put it. I mean, I can, I, I would, I would consider it a little plot twist. Yeah, so it is. Speak. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause right. like, cause like he's kind of, you know, he's tell he's telling two parallel stories mm-hmm. and you know, you hear about ISIS and you hear about the kid and you hear about, 
you know, the mom, you know, already lost a son, but you don't know that the person who killed her son is her own baby daddy. Yeah. But, his, but her baby daddy didn't know that was his son. Then also the fact being that a lot of men are in, you know, people's lives, you know, it's, I mean, it can happen. So it's just like one of those things where it's just like, damn, it just really makes you think. Yeah. And I just want to say, so I don't know. It was not one of my picks, but I almost picked the song Dancing with the Devil by Immortal mm-hmm. Technique. I don't know if you're familiar at all with that song, but it has a very similar theme of like crossing with like doing like, you know, street type stuff like that. And then like mm-hmm. coming across a parent and not knowing it. But it's like I didn't pick it because it's like very much like an edgy, like almost it's, it's not even almost it's too edgy of a song. Like he was like bringing that edge like mm-hmm. 2004 when that song came out. Um so just I say that just to say I'm glad you picked this song because like the the idea of like that that story like what happens in that story is just like it's a heavy topic right like not even knowing like who your dad or who your son is and like accidentally killing them like that's mm-hmm. like that's like Shakespearean levels of like story like plot right like that's like Oedipus type stuff or whatever just again just bragging on on Jay Z and how masterful he is. I mean, I mean, look, the man got talent. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we hate to love it, but we love to hate it at the same time. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, and I had to put that one on the list just to show that I do have some depth um, because the rest of the songs are probably silly and goofy as hell, but that's just me. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll say what I have my thoughts on on the on the sillier songs as we get to them, but oh, I, got some, I got some good thoughts about them. We'll get there. All right, all right, all right. Moving on to the next song. Uh, Brandon uh, added the song called The Drive by Everyone You Know. I have never heard this song before, and I freaking love this song, dude. <laughs> it's such a good song. Me too, um, it's, it's one of those songs where like you just put it on, and you instantly see the video. Like yeah. The whole song is, the song lyrically is the music video. And I would, I didn't watch the music video. I'm not sure the video even exists for this song. I don't think there is a music I, video, honestly. I mean, you really don't need one because, like, the song no. literally like paints yeah, the perfect picture. Theater of the mind, 100. percent Yes, and it's just one of those songs where, basically, like, I mean, it has this, you know, continuous this, um, its climax and all that stuff. But I just love the progression because, like, mm-hmm. the chorus has a chorus, but then also there's like subtle changes. As the story progresses in each chorus, I yep. love that. I love that aspect of Just it. Just the, those little tweaks, yeah. If you're like really paying attention to the lyrics, like it, it does like clue you in on like what's happening as the yeah. story is progressing. But yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So like that song is basically about uh, you know some friends get together at the end of a night or whatever, and they all cram in a car and go go for a quick drive, and then it just things just escalate quickly and go completely awry. And the moral of the story to me after listening to this song is, is the this is the reason why I prefer to drive. I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. be caught in somebody's backseat. There's six of us crammed in a four seat car. Cops are showing up. There's I'm a freaking whole bunch out. Of narcotics so, and a weapon in the glove glove box. Yeah, like. yeah. Like like somebody trying to be hard and try to front. And got all this stuff in here, and then you you running from the cops doing ninety and a fifty like. I mean, it just caught me. It caught me off guard. Another thing that actually caught me off guard about this song too that I thought was funny because I was listening to it and I was like, okay, that's an accent. Oh, they're definitely British. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I I caught that in the third verse once he started kind of going, kind of going crazy, but then all the British slang came out, Mm -hmm. so all the bruv and fam and all that stuff started coming out, and I was just like, oh, okay, this is where we're at now. (laughs) So, so it took me a minute to kind of listen. I had to almost. I almost had to look the, look the lyrics up with that one, but I did it, and I was like, I had to make sure I was like, let me let me get some good quality headphones to make sure I actually pay attention to to the lyrics on that one. But yeah, well, I also like this song because it has like a after the second verse, and I think after mm-hmm. the second the second replay of the chorus, it, it has the little I don't know, if you call it a hook or I guess maybe a bridge is probably the technical term, but where yeah. it's like, oh well, oh well, just another story to tell, and like, I think yeah. they they end the song with that. Like that to me is like really just encapsulates encapsulates what all the entire song is about because like in that in, in that third verse you do get the whole for me at least it's like the first time i listened to it for sure like you get that spike of adrenaline right when they're like yelling at each other and you, you mm-hmm. feel like you're in the car with them as they're going 90 down a highway trying to evade the cops or whatever yeah. um and then again spoiling the song they end up getting away from the cops and it ends with them pulling over and the driver's like what were you worried about and it's like it's just another story to tell 
That's all it is. Yeah. This whole song is just a crazy story that happened one night. Like it wasn't a life changing event or anything. Just another crazy story to tell. And I don't know. It's kind of beautiful to me. It was beautiful, but it was also like gaslighting at the same time. Because like I'm sitting there like listening to the song, and he was like, like the guy turns around, I'm like, what are you worried about? I'm just like, what? Like, why like, are dude, you? My not heart worried? is pumping right now. What do you mean? Right? What am I worried about? <laughs> I'm, I'm only listening like, to the song. Yeah, I'm only listening to it like on repeat. I'm just like, yo, like I'm sitting still, and I'm like looking around my shoulder for you know the cops and <laughs> right. like somebody trying to come get me. But yeah, like I, I would say out of out of uh, out of the songs you picked, this one was. It's a tie for number one. This one was whenever you picked the topic for us. This was like the first one that came to mind. And this is also one of the songs I was originally going to plan to use this song for another topic. Um, mm-hmm. The topic of like the, like the, you have like one song by this artist in your playlist, like no other songs by them. This is, I don't know any other, I've not heard a single other song by these guys. I, I mean, you really don't need to. Like, <laughs> but this mean, song this... is just so good. I, I randomly heard it one day. I mm-hmm. gave it a thumbs up on YouTube, and now it randomly pops up from time to time. And so, yeah, this was like, I just heard it. It randomly came up for the first time in a while, like sometime last week. So whenever you mentioned, like, yeah, I want to do this, I was like, oh, man. Immediately this one came to mind because it's just, it is, it just is so evocative, I guess. Like the imagery, like you said, is you just, you really see it clearly in your head, and I love that. Absolutely. All right. Well, moving on to Terrio's second pick, Full for Love by P.D. Pablo. P.D. Pablo. Basically a song about relationship, love troubles, and, and women being, or at least his woman in the song, being unfaithful. And him uh, being so in love with her that he keeps coming back anyways. I will say this song is the simps anthem. Yes, that is a great way to put it. <laughs> like it, it it definitely was comical like the very last line where he he calls her and he's like hey baby what's up and she's like hey Derek and he's like Derek and then she's like Pablo <laughs> like <laughs> it definitely had me cracking up but yeah no this is definitely the simps anthem is a great way to put it because it, it is very much like the first verse he's talking about how she's like cheating on him and stuff or whatever mm-hmm. and then he goes on to talk about how like you know he's not mad anymore he still loves her he called her up said he's got some of her stuff and like they reconnect or whatever and then uh, like i just said in the third verse she's doing it again so it's just like come on pd yeah it's like come on man like like y'all been broke up for years you still keep going back to it and the whole song is like the fact being he was like i'm caught up in something worse than drugs yeah i'm motherfucking food for love and i was just like you know what there are some people out there in this world that oh, shoot I no know matter like what <laughs> no matter what like stay away from him but i love him i love her like no yeah. <laughs> get away from her you are bad for each other please stop <laughs> Yeah. absolutely yeah so like th- that one i, I just had to pick because it's it, it's just funny to me that like you know peter pablo's known for you know raised up north carolina you know aggressive but then also the fact being that he can just put out a song about being a simp and be right. confident about it which hey, is kind of funny to me you gotta own your simpiness absolutely. um one thing i will say is obviously you know peter pablo was what was he like oh five oh eight like around that time, somewhere maybe a little bit before there. or after. That's somewhere like, you know, mid, early to late 2000s, I feel like, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Like, I definitely listened to him, and it's been since around that time, really, since I had, like, actually listened to any of his songs. I forgot. Is it, was it the grill? His, he has a lisp when he when he's rapping. I don't know if you noticed in some of his songs. Is it the, because he's like, because that was like the grill, like everyone had grills, and like whether you were actually used to them and wore them confidently or not? Or like, I mean, it, it, is that it just could him? be. The- it, it could have been that. I just know, like, like his voice, he kind of has that raspy kind of voice. And also the fact being that he's singing and harmonizing while he raps as well. So he kind of has that, I would say, old school Baptist deacon kind of, you know, a, harmonizing kind of, yeah. oh, Lord, like that kind of ground, you know, that, that that gravitas or whatever. None of these words probably make any yeah. sense, but that's the best way I can describe it. Uh, no, old, old Southern Baptist deacon is like... <laughs> For me, at least, the perfect thing you could have said. Yeah, yeah that, that makes perfect sense. The only yeah. reason I just bring it up because, like, I, I caught, like, I, I, again, I don't, I, as I was listening, I was like, is that a lisp? Is that because he's got grills in his mouth? Like, what is that just, is this, like, like you said, raspiness? It, it didn't, like, I don't want to say it was, like, a negative thing. It's just something, like, once I noticed it, I couldn't unnotice it, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, that does. So I was like, it was like, it was kind of taking me out of it. I had to, like, kind of try to force myself to ignore it, but. Again, it was a it was a funny song. I definitely I dug it. 
Absolutely. It was, it's been a long time since I've listened to Petey Pablo. So it was, it was kind of nice, like a throwback just to hear his, his voice again. Yeah. And uh, for those who may not be aware, he is still out here. Uh, so he actually released a couple of new songs, I want to say in 2022. Um, really? Yeah. It's independent. <laughs> I no I, idea. It's, it's, like, it's super independent. Petey went through a whole journey. He was on Jive, major record label. They went to Death Row Records for a hot second and then other stuff happened. But He's back independent, so we'll talk about PD somewhere down the line. But okay, yeah, I definitely yeah, he, love to dive into that at some point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, I, it's I had I honestly thought he was like just retired, just yeah, just living life somewhere, you know. Nah, nah, nah. He's still out there kicking. Like I said, uh, honestly, like the stuff he did on the West Coast is actually some pretty good stuff. But I don't think too many people heard it because it was that whole shit night, Death Row, and now that Snoop Dogg owns Death Row, maybe he'll go back. Who knows? Uh, moving along. Next pick from Brandon was the classic Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. So, this song, okay, I'm not sure how I'm going to skirt this and not offend anybody. I've heard this song before. The first time I heard this song, I got extremely emotional. It is an emotional song. It's a very emotional song, and and I want to preface this. Everything is good now. We have no issues now. Everything is fine. However... The first time I heard this song many years ago, I probably want to say probably at least about 15 years ago, I would say that this song, it struck a nerve because I was going through something similar um, with the whole dad thing and all that stuff. So I was really caught in my feelings. And to make it worse, I saw I heard the song with a montage video of like all the dads coming and like save their kids and all that stuff. So... When when I when when you put this on the list, I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to talk about this one, <laughs> you know, and and, P, and keep it genuine. So I was very familiar with this song. This song is 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 definitely a um, it, it's a gut punch, but it's a good gut punch. But it's also it really makes you think about time and the fact being yeah. that time it will be here in a second, and the next thing you know is like you know everything you're trying to trying to prevent or or everything you're trying to do uh, no that's that's not really what i want to say i guess ultimately um every action has a consequence yeah. whether it's positive or negative so you may have the best intentions and whatever happens happens and we have no control over that but you definitely want to try to lead by the best example because the whole song is about you know him you know, not being there for his kid. And then as he's getting older, his kid is not there for him. And it's nothing malicious about it. It's just that, you know, there's just two ships passing in the night. And then towards the end, he's like, you know, my, my boy is just like me. Like the same thing that happened to me. Like I was just too busy. Yeah. I missed, missed his first steps. I missed this and I missed that. And again, it's nothing malicious about it, but it's just, you know. No, because he's out, you know, trying to provide for his family. He's out working, is- making sure his kid has all the things he needs to survive and thrive. But yeah, like you said, it does have a, a consequence of if you're leaving to go work to provide for your family, you're not there with your family. And exactly. yeah, it's um, this is one of those songs, man, that like I first heard this as a as a very as a young child, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And like the first time I was maybe like eight or nine years old, or I remember heard the first time about dad, like he had a similar I guess whenever he first heard the song, he had a similar moment to you where mm-hmm. like him and my, my, you know, his dad, and my grandfather had kind of had that similar situation where like my grandfather worked on, um, he would go out on like fishing boats. So he was like a fisherman. Sometimes he worked on like oil rigs. Like he did a lot of stuff where he was like gone for, for most of the year. Right. So like this for my dad, like I remember him telling me about it and like, as a kid, like him, like kind of choking up talking about it. And so like, it's always had like a mm-hmm. bit of meaning just from that for me. Cause like, like oh, it means a lot to him he shared that with me and like i've always had that connection now as an adult and this is i am kind of constantly reminded of this because this is one of those songs that plays on the radio at work all the time so oh. this song is not like oh that's just torture uh, sometimes but it, it is kind of <laughs> nice because it reminds me like oh you know like talking about it or like listening to it for this episode over this last week um kind of made me stop and think like oh i've not talked to my dad and like you know, since Christmas, I've not like called or talked to my parents like at all since Christmas. That's like been a couple months now. So I like, called my dad, and now we're planning to like take a vacation in a few months together. Like it, it's, it is an emotional song, but I feel like for me, it's like I don't, there's a, a little bit deeper meaning and like connection between me and my own father with it. So like mm-hmm. every time I hear it, like I immediately think of which I guess most people probably think of their dads, but 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's it's again, it's just one of those songs that just really just tugs at the heartstrings and just mm-hmm. really make you think of time and you know just the fact being that you know we all try to do the best we can you know for the people we love and you know sometimes sacrifices have to be made and because of those sacrifices you can't be there you know for every moment but again it's not anything malicious you know we all still make you know the plans to oh yeah i'll get back to you you know uh just uh, oh you know i'm busy right now like the the dog was crazy the kids got the flu uh but you know i would love to see you know but it's just one of those things where it's just like, damn, like when I want to see you, I want to see you, you know, and it's kind of just kind of, you know, yeah. it's, it's just one of those songs. But yeah, I appreciate you putting it on there, but also I hate you at the same time because I'm not was not well, trying to have those kind of emotions. OK, <laughs> if, if you want to listen to the song and like not have those emotions, I and this I only realized this again this last week. I watched a live version of him performing the song Harry Chapman. Mm-hmm. OK, first of all, he does not look in my head at all how I pictured him. I never okay. actually saw the guy until until this, um, and just his his face as he's singing was cracking me up a little bit. Okay, because he gets like he gets like his face gets really animated with it. <laughs> it's it's oh, hard wow. to explain until you see it. And it's not like super over the top, but it's just enough for me to like. Okay, it makes the song as I'm watching that specific video it makes it a little less serious. Like I'm able to laugh a little bit. All right, well, moving on to Terio's third right third pick. Yep, we're on number three. Pimp Council by Disturbing the Peace was the the group name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was from a compilation album. Right, featuring Ludacris, Too Short, Shauna, and Lil Fate. This one had me absolutely cracking up. Um, <laughs> so, again, a little bit about like my, my background when it comes to music. Um, I wasn't super in to rap like around the time and like the whole i don't even know how else to say it besides like the pimping era of mm. rap music which if you were around in that era like i used the i remember if something was cool it was pimping like that was that was the slang at the time right or at least yeah. part of it part well, of for, yeah. for my age i was yeah. for, for like yeah. my 14 13 year old age group at the time um <laughs> so i was like peripherally aware of like this like how do i want to say it like the a character almost doesn't feel like enough of what i'm trying to say but like the character for like a better word of like them being like the pimp type person in the yeah. songs you know yeah it's a it's it's almost like a uh what's the word a uh caricature yeah of, yeah, of yeah, pimp yeah culture yeah. like it's really not like real pimp exactly not real pimp culture but it's like a you know heightened version of it for sure. Yeah, and so just the whole song where it's like each each featured artist is getting another pimp crime that they've broken or are being charged of breaking, and they're being like presented to the judge and pleading their cases or whatever. It's just oh, man, it it was a different time of rap. <laughs> Whenever that like that's kind of that's, that's like this song and that those types of songs came out. Um, like you said at the beginning, like it's, it's very silly, but I was literally cracking up the entire song. Um, it was actually the first song as I was listening to the playlist. It was the first song that after it ended, instead of like me going on to the next song, I just restarted it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let me, <laughs> let me go back. Who, who was getting busted for what now? Who did what? Who, who's, what's their defense? Like, it was just, oh man, it was, it's a good one. Yeah. I love it. I've been I love cracking it. Up. Oh yeah, yeah. So basically, on this song, um, "Too Short" is the judge of the mm-hmm. Superior Pimps Council, <laughs> Pimps Court, and uh, Ludacris, um, Shauna, and Lil Fate are all on trial, and each rapper has to plead their case. And uh, Too Short renders his verdict towards the <laughs> towards the end of their verses. And Ludacris but, was the only one who got out, who got off. Ludacris was the only one that got off, but even then, like. I'm just even then I'm like listening to his lyrics. I was like, nah, man, he should have he should have been locked up too. Yeah, right. Technically, <laughs> but like it's just it, it, it's just oh, I, I I love that whole era of disturbing the peace and Ludacris when he's first coming out because it was I, that's the, I love when hip hop was fun and just silly like yeah. the red the red mans and the the Ludacrises like all oh, this the whole skit era like I mm-hmm. love that you know that that you top definitely you don't get. Like you definitely don't get like this this style of skits anymore because again, like I said, it's I feel like kind of in that era. But even just like outside of that, there's not a whole lot of skits. I mean, you do get it 
randomly sometimes, but there's just not a whole lot of just like cutting loose and having fun with it. I feel like it's so a lot of it is so serious nowadays. Well, well it's, it's, it's serious and everything is short um, because of the way the music industry is set up now. So now everything is basically an album is a collection of singles versus a full body of work. Like it used yeah, to that's be. true too. Yeah. So because yeah, yeah. back in the day, you know, the whole point was to press play and just let it ride. Let it ride. It was, it was one journey, not twelve little journeys together. Right. Exactly. And now, nowadays, it definitely feels like the latter of what I just said. Like a- absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I figure like like when when we came out with the topic, like this is one of my first picks. I was yeah. like, it's like this song is so silly, and it's like <laughs> I was like, but it's still funny though. I love it. It it's is one of my great. favorites. All right, speaking of silly and funniness, let's move on to Brandon's pick, "Pillow Talking," Little Dicky, featuring B Rain, aka Brain. Uh, <laughs> this one I've heard before too, but it's been a long time since I heard it. So when you put it on the list, I was like, oh my god, why did I not pick this song? This is also my tie for number one yeah so (laughs) along with the drive this was like immediately the second song that popped in my head that i knew for sure was going to be on the list it's 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 so great like the song is 10 minutes long yeah kind of the opposite of what you were just saying music is being shorter this is the one of the rare cases of it it not going outside of the standard exactly and and actually make it sense it's 10 minutes long it doesn't even feel like 10 minutes Mm -mm. um but in general um a quick synopsis of the song is um Lil Dicky has a Tinder date from hell. And uh <laughs> after having fun and doing the thing, they just get into the weirdest conversation <laughs> of all time. And then it just goes on and on and on. And it is funny because like when listening to it multiple times, it's like I, yeah, yeah, she was she was kind of dumb and really didn't make a lot of sense. But also Lil Dicky should also post in Reddit slash Am I the asshole. Oh, yeah. Because cause I was just like, why are you asking stupid questions like, do you fuck with the war? <laughs> and then like expect to get like a straight answer back. I was like, man. Which which <laughs> also for anyone who's who's not heard the song, um, Little Dicky, Little Dicky, excuse me, does sing or, or rap both parts. He, he raps both himself and his date. <laughs> and his brain. And his brain. Like it says featuring brain, but it's literally his brain. His his own brain is on the track with like you know altered voice or whatever mm-hmm. um and you may not know but he actually has uh, some other salt small side projects that he's like like four or five songs that are like brain as like the main artist wow brain yeah brain released the ep yeah <laughs> i'm so bad with at like that. featuring <laughs> Lil dicky um which is interesting I'm, I'm so bad at that i did not know that exists why does i just send it to you um uh, <laughs> this there's a couple that are are pretty funny, but they're not as good as his other stuff. I feel like, in my opinion. But anyways, yeah, I can say like after listening to this song again, I can see why he ended up getting his own show. Mm-hmm. It's like the fact being that like again, he's it's a rap song. He's acting as his Tinder date that came over at two o'clock in the morning, and then they have this stupid conversation. He's rapping as himself. He's rapping as as his brain, literally arguing with all three of them and acting all at the same time. Yeah, so he's, I can he's see. a really creative dude. Absolutely, absolutely. He's, so yeah, he's great at telling stories like that that are kind of you know intricate and whatnot. But yeah, this is a whenever this song first came out in like 2015 or so, maybe somewhere around there, maybe 2016, 2017. I don't. It came out several years back now. Yeah, but I have had similar situations as what's being portrayed in the song. So it's like. <laughs> I can connect to that, like literally almost verbatim. I've had conversations like post date with a girl where we start talking about aliens and it just goes off the rails so quick. And that's like the first half of the song is in talking about aliens and uh, yeah. like what happened if they invaded and stuff. So like I, this, this song, it's like hard for me not even as, as many times as I've heard this song. Like I literally, it's one of those songs, it's 10 minutes long and I can rap every single word without missing any almost just about as many times as I've heard it, it still cracks me up just because I do have that. I mean, it's a funny song, but also have like personal connection. I can always like point back with my own self and just laugh about it. So, Oh yeah. Like no doubt, no doubt about it. Like this song should come with a trigger warning for sure. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, it's like certain people you can have a conversation with and it just, they just have to be, what's the word? Obstinate about everything you're doing just like oh i can't do this uh this is bad i'm like like work with me like we're i'm trying to compromise but you're not even trying to compromise and, and then your rationale and your got conflicting principles i'm just like 
like I, I like I felt his frustration towards the end of the song where he was just like just like I don't I don't what do you want? Like I don't right. I can't I just don't like I'll this just conflict in principles. <laughs> yeah. Like that line is like it sums up the entire song for me. Yeah. He was like, look, I'll just I'll just, you know, I'll just sleep on the floor. And the fact being that like even to the very last like like second of the song, he is trolling her. <laughs> oh, is that my Uber? <laughs> no, nah, I ordered pizza. <laughs> I ordered pizza. Extra pepperoni. You don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> yeah, it is great. Yeah, because she's a vegan. So it just uh yeah, I love it. I love it. Like no notes. The song is flawless. Um, I feel like there was a music video for it at one point. I think. Oh, there seen? definitely is a music video where they have an animated brain hops up okay. on the bed. Um, That's what I thought. John yeah. C. Riley plays God. Oh wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it's it's. I would recommend if you've not, if you've never listened to the song, watch the video as your like first time. I think it will enhance. Even if you've watched, listened to it, and you've not watched the video. Definitely watch the video. It will enhance your your listening experience with that one. No doubt, for sure. Well, all right. Well, we are going to take just a very quick break here, and we will be back momentarily to finish talking about the rest of our epic story picks. Yeah. And we are back. Welcome back. Awesome. All right, so moving along, um, we're going to get into Brandon's pick, his next pick. Um, 18 and Life by Skid Row. Um, I have never heard of this song before. Um, It's okay. I wasn't really blown away by it. Um, Granted, I've been forced to listen to a lot of hair metal bands and stuff, you know, (laughs) at my job. Uh, so I'm used to like the foreigners and the white snakes and all of that. So it definitely, you know, has that vibe. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. So like, so while listening to it, I was just like, okay, what is this song telling me about? So, cause you know, in between all the screaming and stuff, it was kind of hard to kind of hear like some of the lyrics, but, uh, yeah, basically the story is about basically somebody turning 18, thinks he's grown, picks up the bottle and just kind of just starts wilding out. Am I missing anything? Yeah, I think you might not have maybe didn't pay close enough attention to like it's like the very last end of the the final verse. So I'll I'll, I'll break it down for you. So you are right; it is about a guy, Ricky. Um, mm-hmm. You know, eighteen talks about how Ricky uh, was a young boy. Yeah, like the the first seventy five eighty percent of the song is just talking about how. Um, it's kind of like uh, it's it introduces Ricky and says you know he's kind of going wild and then it has the verse or the chorus rather of you know 18 in life and you're like okay what, why is it 18 in life like as someone who's like you know on in prison or whatever like waiting to be you know have their execution and then the next verse comes in and Ricky does you know it gets a little bit more wilder and then the very last verse is him I'd have to look at the lyrics that I'm probably going to butcher it a little bit but basically he's like hold my beer look at this and ends up mm-hmm. killing a kid because he's drunk and shoots a gun. And so like the very last line is like killed a little boy or a little girl. I forget which one it is. And so that's why he's 18 in life because he was just a young, dumb kid wilding out, uh-huh. made a stupid Damn. mistake, shot a gun randomly. It happened to hit a kid. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I missed that one. Um, it yeah. is. I, I definitely agree with you. His, uh, <laughs> the singing does not make it uh, easy to kind of pick up on the lyrics yeah. on this one. I'll agree yeah. to that. Um, yeah. This is another one of those songs that, like, again, my dad, uh, is, I think this is, just, I don't know if it has necessarily, like, a deeper meaning to him, because I don't think he's, like, had anyone in his life that's, like, been through anything, like, what the song's talking about, as far as I know. But it is, I think, one of those songs that, for him, like, because he was big, like, you know, whenever the hair metal bands were coming out, that's whenever he was, like, teenager into young, young, like, adult age mm-hmm. um and that was like definitely the style of music that like, he was like really big into at the time yeah and i think this was just maybe one of those like a, a good example of him as a young man like hearing a song that was like oh like music can like tell a story like this and so that's why i miss so much to him and mm-hmm. so he would play this song a lot as a kid like this is one of his favorite songs like i said and him just even as a young kid like him explaining to me like the meaning behind the song um just always has had this. This was another one. This wasn't an immediate one of the songs that I wanted to put on the list. But as soon as like we were kind of sitting here talking on, on call together or whatever. And you mentioned like wanting to mix it up and maybe throw some like, you know, rock songs or stuff. As soon as you said that, this yeah. song was like. Pop right in there, huh? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, oh man, that's like immediately this one popped in my head. Just because again, like I have that. Um, 
since I was a kid, I've kind of had this song as like an example of, oh, this is a good song. Like, like we'll tell a story and it kind of hits you at the end and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, like ultimately it's not a bad song. It's just to me, it's just one of those songs that just didn't hit me like that um, because I don't have that nostalgia for that era like that. Now, granted, like I said, I do like some songs and, you know, in that, in that time frame, but I've came across some people that just, you know, if I don't know, this you know Aerosmith song like I was like the spot of Satan it was like I'm sorry that's not my my, my jam but right. I mean but yeah I mean it's it, it was it was one of those songs where I, I listened to and I was kind of like okay yeah well I will say I definitely I mean I'm not a huge hair band 80s rock band like a fan like there's just it's really just like randomly songs like I'm kind of a fan of this song but again it's more so just because like it popped in my head because of the connection and like listening to it for my dad growing up more than like, this is one of my favorite classic rock songs I got to put on. It just, mm-hmm. yeah, but it is, I mean, it is good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of, of hair metal, but again, it just fit the theme. Yeah. It was, you know, very quickly in my head once we started talking about or thinking about songs that have like stories that conclude nicely like that. Yeah. Okay. On to Terrio's next pick. Um, this one was near the top for me, I think, honestly, of, of my favorites for what you picked. Um, so it's, he had it coming. Or is Cell Block Tango the official name? Like, he had it coming is like, I was kind of confused on that. On how, on what, is, or is it just, is all of that the name? Cell Block Tango, in parentheses, he had it coming. Kind of, sort of like that. If you if you told someone he had it coming, they'd probably know what you were talking about, right? More than if you just said uh, Cell Block Tango. Or maybe I'm wrong in thinking that. I would say the correct answer is yes. Okay. That's that's <laughs> about what I should have expected. Um, so this song is by, let me get to that part. This song is by Queen Latifah and Lil' Kim featuring Macy Gray. Uh, it's basically just a one long song about how they beat up, stabbed, uh, basically got back at their mans. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, as the song says, he had it coming. And they're basically like, I think a lot of the song at least is like them like rapping, like they're talking to a judge and like saying stuff like, if you were there, you would have done the same. And it's just like, you don't hear enough songs like this from women artists. I feel like you get stuff like this all the time from like men artists, but it was just nice to hear. It's nice to hear Queen Latifah because I'm not really listening to Queen Latifah like hardly at all. So that was kind of cool. He had it coming. Like it's one of, this was out of all of the songs on the list. This was the one that got stuck in my head. I would just be at work. He had to come. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> this after blank. Yeah. It's catchy, man. It is super catchy. And then, so, okay. So here's the thing. So this, this song came off of the Chicago soundtrack that Queen Latifah was a proud part of, like the movie. So like, so she played the mm. Mama Morton. And so it's an actual Broadway play and everything. And, you know, she actually like really sings and everything. This song is a hip hop version of the song Cell Block Tango, which kind of has the same theme, but uh, oh. but so so that's why like when you were asking the song titles, I was like yes, because <laughs> uh, like this I guess the the Broadway song is called Cell Block Tango, where Mama okay. Morton you know does her her song you know he had a comment or however it goes, and then this is the uh, hip hop version of that. So this I don't know how I stumbled across this. I just happened to I don't know. I guess I was going down with the Queen Ativa the Queen Latifah um, uh, discography or something. And I was just like, Queen Latifah and Lil' Kim? What? Yeah, that was, that was the first thing. Whenever you added it, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was pretty interested to get to that one as I started because, you know, it was a few songs down. So Yeah, yeah. I, I like, put this that going to be interesting a little bit. I wonder how that's going to sound. Like, I was, <laughs> as I was listening to the other songs before and I was still thinking, like, how's that one going to be? Yeah, honestly, and that's like kind of the like reason I put it on there because I'm like so being a little transparent, you know, like this one was a hard one. Like you think this is a lot of songs that we're talking about? We have infinite like amounts more that we wanted to put on here, but we try to you know keep give a nice little concise. So there will be a part two and a three and a four down the line. So 
brace yourself for it. We're going to talk about this a lot because um, there's so many good songs out there that that tell a great story or a great narrative that you know we couldn't possibly fit it all into one concise. For list. sure, yeah. Um, but like this one, I, I wanted to get the females' perspective on different things because you know we got the food for love and the pimp council and all that stuff. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm coming across. I definitely appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just so, so, <laughs> I was like, the ladies need a voice, and I was like, what's a good song where the ladies kind of go off on the dudes? And I was like, Cell Block Tango and freaking Macy Gray, and I, you know what? Macy Gray is polarizing, but I'm actually a fan of her voice. I like, like it. I'm not. I don't. Th- I've, I'm sure I've heard her in other stuff because that name like is immediately familiar to me. I just can't like place any specific songs. But yeah, I I had well, zero issues with her in this song. Yeah, yeah, I, I love her raspy, unconventional voice. I freaking yeah, love it. I dig it. Like, yeah, I'm with you on that one. It's it's honestly like that 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 voice style, I guess, or or sound. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you word that, but that 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 sound of voice is honestly a little attractive to me. I would say, uh, kind of okay. like smoky, husky, raspy stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. A little, okay, maybe a Macy. little bit TMI into me. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Hey, it's all good. Just, you know, look out, Macy. You just might, might be a wild brand on the loose. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving along. Sliding down over to Brandon's next pick. Kendrick Lamar, Duckworth. Um, So, I'm going to say something controversial with this one. Uh, uh, how can I put this? I love Kendrick Lamar. He's super talented, but even then, sometimes this stuff kind of goes over my head. And granted, this week has been a week, so it could be me. So I'm giving myself an operator error for sure. I've listened to this song so many times, and I get certain points of it, but I feel like I'm still missing something of it. Like I feel like it's either one or two things. It's either telling the story of him or telling the story of his father. Or something, cause like, cause it's it's weird, cause how it says like, I'm a, we're gonna start, we're gonna tell it in reverse. Then it kind of goes through this whole narrative, this whole long story about you know this guy and you know selling chicken and two biscuits and all this other stuff. But then if this weren't happening, that wouldn't happen. Then he wouldn't have existed or something along those lines. I could yeah. be completely missing the point. Well, that, but, that's that's pretty much it. Is it's basically just a story about how you know he's talking about there's Andy and then there's Ducky. And Andy's mm-hmm. like a thug or whatever, and he's out, yeah. you know, like doing gang stuff or whatever. And he's basically going to rob the like KFC or whatever. Yeah, place whatever. That, that Ducky. Yeah. And then just because Ducky was a nice guy and like I'd heard that there had been like, you know, violence in this specific store, like the manager had died or got shot or whatever a month before. Like he was specifically nice to people that would come in and like look a little shady or whatever, you know, give him extra biscuit, extra chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. And basically just saying like, you know, if, if that hadn't have happened and, and Ducky would have got shot, then I he would have died and I would have grown up without a father and I might not be here today. Um, exactly. I, I definitely agree with you that this one in a vacuum is a little bit difficult to parse because the album this song came off of damn and especially the extended Mm -hmm. version is one of the few i feel like at least a few like good examples of artists doing exactly what you were talking about a minute ago where the whole album is it's it's a complete narrative story theme whatever for the you're supposed to pop it in hit play and listen to the entire thing to get the full experience Mm -hmm. um yeah, I think that if you, within the context, and again, as someone who's like a huge Kendrick Lamar, and I probably listened to that uh, that album, damn, like I uncold, un, untold countless number of times. Um, it definitely does have a little bit more meaning once you have those other songs as like a reference point and like how it all connects together. Um, but yeah, essentially, you you were correct. That is essentially just like it is. I guess you could argue it's a song about how like it's it's about him in a sense, because it's like, it's about if all of this would have happened, he wouldn't have had, like he wouldn't have been able to go on the trajectory he did to become, or like get where he is today. But exactly. I think it's, it's more so like a, a background, just a random story of like, you know, I think like right at the end of the song where he's talking about like, give two human people, give them souls, make them make their own decision where they have to live with it and see what happens. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of like the, the whole theme of it is like, choices have consequences and whether it's a good or bad choice like 20 years down the road you know you could have never thought in that moment where andy is about to go shoot up this store and decided not to that this Mm -hmm. would lead to one of the best rap artists of all time yeah 
it's a little bit ego inflated, but I mean, it is Kendrick, so. I mean, no, no, I it's mean, also no, it makes sense. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, ego is like, it's, yeah, it's, it's hand it's, to hand. It's, yeah. it's part of the art. Exactly. Know? Like, there's there's no rapper saying, hey, I'm the most mediocre rapper of all time. Like, nobody's out there wearing that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I bet so, there is someone somewhere. We should try and find that guy. You know what? There probably is. It's probably, it's probably like <laughs> Little Dicky 2.0 out there. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm average. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> average Dicky. Um, wow. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Oh, well, that got recorded. Anyway, so, uh, but yeah, well, Kendrick is just, again, like listening to the song and the way the song was formatted, I felt like there was more missing to it. And and it was for that, the same exact reasons that you mentioned was I felt like the way the song started and the way the song ended, that it was a continuation or a yeah. conclusion of something. And just listening to it by itself, you don't get the full uh... picture. And and I don't know where it ends on the album because I listened to that. I think album, it's I think it's the first song. Really? Um, oh, I'm trying to pull like it up. It's the last song on the collector's edition, at least it's the first song. Okay. But there's I don't know 100 percent how true it is, but there's because he's not. I don't think um, Kendrick has come out and like explicitly said, but there's arguments, especially with the collector's edition, that like the story like the first half of the album is like one story and then it's like a, either a parallel story in the second half or like the same story but like told in reverse or something weird um so that's why you get like you were talking like the like at the end or whatever um yeah so he's definitely like playing into that in some some way um but yeah okay definitely yeah, adds more more uh more context yeah. with the rest of the album Okay, so I just pulled it up real quick for reference. So it was the last song on the album, on uh, the original, on the original, not not the. Hey, okay, you're right on the original, and then they okay on the collectors yeah. they flipped it. Blood is the last song, and Duckworth is the first. Interesting. I so, think that was where that that theory of like he's doing like the or what I said before. I think that's where that came from. Whatever the collectors came out. Yeah, just flipping it around, doing a Misty Elliott, flipping it and reversing it. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where like I admire Kendrick. I the guy is super talented, super smart. It's just you gotta be in the right headspace <laughs> to listen to Kendrick. Unless he's popping up as a feature. If he's featuring, he's just you might as well just get off the track because he's gonna body you. Yeah. But it's just, you know, listening it to is... his piss album, you definitely have to be in the right headspace to you gotta be in the right headspace everything. and you almost have to like sit there with a pen and notepad, like Seriously, writing stuff down be... and like deeply analyzing it or do what I do sometimes and just pull up genius and like cross-reference what your own thoughts are with what they're saying i mean yeah you gotta do homework to listen to his music yeah. sometimes it's, it's pretty lyrically deep for sure well on to terrio's next pick um dark days featuring young buck by twista i gotta be honest this was much like you just said this was a song where i listened to it several times and i'm not 100 percent sure what like the narrative story was i really i dug the song like out of the gate the first like couple of lines was like ladies and gentlemen and ladies and aliens and like just young buck coming in with his silky smooth like mm-hmm. flow and tone in that first verse just like drew me in and of course you know twista always goes buck wild absolutely. anytime he's on a, on a song so he absolutely murdered it at the end but yeah i was i was i was listening actually was listening to it i listened to it back to back right before i hopped on here to record this episode because i was still yeah. trying to figure out like okay what what is the, like the overarching story of this? Like it's a good, it's a great song. I love the song. I, mm-hmm. I love the song. But I was, yeah, I was, I was hoping you can enlighten me a little bit. Uh, maybe okay. I was just going. This one was going over my head. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I was gonna make this song fit one way or the other because the song was so damn good. It is uh, a really good song. I'm, I'm, whether it fits or not, I'm happy you put it on here just so I was forced to listen to it over and over again this week because it was absolutely very enjoyable for me. Absolutely. So the argument I'm making for this song in particular is. The way Young Buck from Psychodrama, not to be confused from Young Buck from G Unit, this is uh, the Young Buck from Psychodrama that predates Young Buck from G Unit. Um, Isn't the one from G Unit like B U C K? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, this, this one's this... Y U N G B U K. Yeah, I think this is. I think that was. I think that was mainly like semantics because of all the litigations and all that stuff. But ultimately, um, for those fans who are you know familiar with Twister's work. Young Buck and Twister go way back. Um, Young mm. Buck from from Psychodrama, they go way back to Twister's first album, Adrenaline Rush, and like he's like uh, like they they do frequent frequent collaborations to where 
usually like Young Buck is always like on the first song from Twister's album, and it's always the contrast between his voice and Twister's it's, voice. It is it is a nice contrast. I mean, I just I, I feel like I can't really stress that enough. Like the you come in like again, you come in with him mm-hmm. smooth, velvety, mm-hmm. and like. It just really, just the, the tempo of it just draws you in. And then as you're drawn in, that Twista just comes in and it's like, oh God, yes, get it, Twista. You just, you get from like drawn in to just like, yeah, just like super hype. I don't know where it's, oh man, it's so good. It's so good. So basically like this song, Dark Days, um, the way I look at it is like the way Young Bug uh, narrates the song, to me, feels like a good storytelling situation. So ultimately... It's a bang, 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 shoot up kind of song. But just the way Young Buck narrates the song and gets you into the song, it kind of gets you in the mind frame of someone who would potentially have to use, you know, a gun or defend himself in some form or fashion. So that's the way when I first heard the song, number one, so just because it's, it's twisted and the way the song is set up, but just the way, just how he really narrates the chorus, it kind of just puts you in like, like somebody is like painting a picture dude so, yeah the, the chorus in particular was yeah. yeah painting a picture is that's man props to you on how you just worried that because that's literally like yeah it's just mm. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean there's no notes and then again the only my number one complaint about this song is this is a this is a new song twist has been in the game for many decades now so this is a recent song from him i think the song came out in either 2022 or 2023 somewhere around there um but this song he had to follow the norm of making a song less than three minutes this song could have easily been seven and a half minutes long and i would not have batted a tear <laughs> or eyelash i would have just been sitting here just like okay can you give me some more <laughs> like the song is so good so the fact that it's like the shortest song on our playlist you know the song is like on like two minutes or something and the fact being that we both had to listen to it five or six times in a row not because we wanted to parse the lyrics it's because the song is so good yeah and then the, and the fact again i just love how it's just narrated very well and then they kind of go into it and then young buck just illustrated you know the, and me being a music producer my friend that I have, the fact that he's like, you know, uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, aliens, whoever who can listen, uh, we we over here destroying Ableton Reason and Fruity Loop beats. I'm just like, which, dude, like- honestly, <laughs> you know, I'm not like usually super like listening to the production. The beat on this track is it's it's dark and mm-hmm. ominous and yes. and. It's 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 hard to like put into words just the feelings it evokes like just the beat by itself I can listen to that just by itself and I still love it because it's like man it's yeah and the choir and all that stuff so the yeah that's that's the word I was looking for ominous so yeah so the narration and the ominous nature of the production and the way the vocal delivery it just really puts you in that mindset it puts you of, in a dark like a dark room with like rain yeah. going on outside and like. Yeah. yeah, there's like a murder that just happened. Like that's, that's like exactly. the vibe you're getting for sure throughout yeah, the just, I, just from the beat, and then you add everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Like I guarantee that, like somewhere down the line, somebody's gonna use the song for a movie trailer. Oh, it's if be, it's not happening it, already, exactly. Yeah, I could easily see that. Which, just for the record, you were right. 2021 is when the the album came out. The Dark Days is off of Sweet. But man, yeah, that that okay. That one, I just want to say just pure listening wise might've been my favorite, but as far as like the, for the discussion, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was my favorite, but pure oh. listening wise, I think like this was the one, like I could, I'm definitely going to be listening to this one, like weekly from now on, probably. I mean, I am literally listening to it right now in my other ear. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it, it is I wouldn't even song. blame you if you were. Honestly. <laughs> You'd be like, okay, pause, we're going to pause the podcast just to listen to this song one more time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right, now moving on to the last song from uh, Brandon's playlist. Uh, not playlist, but the songs chosen for this uh, topic. Wet Dreams by J. Cole. This song needs no explanation because I will say no matter what you're into or who you're into, if you are a male identifying person, this is something you're probably going to go through uh-huh. um, at, at one form or fashion. And the the fact that he sat there and rapped my entire life, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna... felt like attacked a little bit first time I heard the song. <laughs> I was like, man, was he looking at my diary? What's up with this? Right? I was like, yo, like, this is like, 
<laughs> get out of my head, Jayco. <laughs> so, yeah. but, I mean, it's I mean, it's basically a classic coming of age story. First time being intimate with somebody, you know, particularly, you know, with the girl that you really love or whatever. Um, As a young man in particular, and like the 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 anxiety, the stress, the uncertainties, the the like fake confidence and gravitas he tries to like come with whenever he's interacting with her like just everything about it like you said is like if you it's it's hard to imagine someone who didn't experience at least parts of what this song is is discussing as they were like growing up because like yeah yeah, he yeah and like for him to just come out and like again i'm a huge Cole fan because he's so good at like kind of bearing his soul so to speak on his songs and he's like very open and like not afraid to rap about Mm -hmm you know stuff like this um yeah this was actually the very last song i don't know why it took me so long to remember this song but Mm -hmm. this really should have been like one of my first picks because i've been listening to this song pretty regularly since it came out like 10 years ago now or so yeah yeah i can see why it took you a minute because you probably blacked it out of your head because this is like trauma that we you know (laughs) guys don't want to really think about that often but but yeah, like it's like I said, basically it's a couple of age story. His first time, you know, having an intimate, having 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 relations, having relations. My f- yeah. favorite thing about this song, I think, is the chorus is "I ain't never did that" or "I've never done that before." However, it goes, I just repeats that "I ain't never done that before." I never done that before. Like this is my mm-hmm. first time, and like mm-hmm. as, again, like he's fake gravitas. He's like lying to her, saying, "Oh, I'm a pro, baby. You, you don't gotta worry about it. I don't know exactly what I'm doing." And like the very last line of the song is her admitting to him, like, I can tell you're a pro, but please be gentle because, and then the chorus comes back in with, I never did this before. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. man, it's like full circle, beautiful storytelling. Like it hits all the notes of like hitting that young, growing up, coming of age, like you said, but then it also just ties it all together beautifully. And it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's masterful. I I, I will say J. Cole, I mean, the guy is a phenomenon. Well, okay. Um, going on to Terio's final pick. This is when I got <laughs> I got a lot of things to say about this one. Okay, so the song is "My Deaf Brother," as in like deaf, like can't hear. Uh, "My Deaf Brother" by Stan Butler. <laughs> I am so conflicted on this song, Terio is. Do you know, because I actually, I tried to Google it. Normally I would wait and then ask you on air to hear for background information on artists and songs. Does he actually have a deaf brother? Do you know? I don't know. I tried to Google it and all I found was other links to this song and like articles and stuff talking about this song or Stan Butler. I could not find if he actually has a deaf brother. I am very torn. If he has a deaf brother and this is a real story that happened, it's a very wholesome, slightly funny story. Of uh, a sweet moment between his girlfriend and his deaf brother. If he doesn't have a deaf brother, it's kind of a fucked up story making fun of deaf people, I feel like. <laughs> um, and I, I bounced from one side to the other all week long. And I cannot figure out where to land. It's, I knew this song was going to do it. I knew this song was going to do it. I was like, you know what? It's a storytelling song. It, tells it is a, a story. great story. It's a it's well, a blues song. It's a blues this, soulsy. Yeah, nice. I, he's, he's I want to switch notes. up the genres a little bit. Make it not all hip hop based. You know, hip hop is our foundation, but you know we want to build upon it. But uh, yeah, I knew he was gonna have some thoughts on this one. Yeah. So <laughs> he he comes in and he he's quoting. He, he has a really fine girlfriend that he's coming over to meet his family for the first time and he has a deaf brother that whenever he taps to get his attention to introduce him to the girlfriend he stands up and his deaf brother who according to him in the song has never spoken a day or a word in his life attempts to say she's fine but it comes out she 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 she's fine just like that and literally dude the first time i was listening to this i was like no way he did not he he didn't. This I, I'm having a stroke. I did not hear that right. The song is messed up and it's skipping. I did not song, hear that. That's not what happened. The song is skipping. Yeah, like I was I was stretching for any excuse, and then of course that happens like eight more times in the song, so it's kind of hard to keep saying that's that's the case. Um, 
Yeah, dude, how did you even find this song, bro? Like, are you oh. a Stan Butler fan? Is this just one of those songs you randomly oh. have come across? Like, <laughs> man, the origin of this song. I messed around and crossed the state line and went to Alabama. Oh, see, so that, that was... <laughs> so, so anytime I bring up a blues song, it came from Alabama. <laughs> so I was literally, oh, where was I? I think I think I was down there visiting for Thanksgiving or something, and my uncles and all of them were just cracking up. It was like, hey, 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 you gotta hear this song, man. You gotta hear this song. What are we talking about, man? Man, hey, pull up that YouTube. <laughs> you gotta listen to this song. And I had the same response you had. I was sitting up listening to the song, like, okay, typical blues song, talking about adultery or somebody fine or, you know, smoking or whatever. Just typical blues song, whatever. And then and that man said, and my brother, my brother, y'all, he deaf. He stood up and he said, she, 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 she fine. I was like, yo, no, they did yeah. not. No, they did not do that. And then... And he was like, he stood there, and, and my mom was like, I ain't never seen my son. And my dad like said, by God, we just saw a miracle. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. That's the one thing I love about blues songs. They'll make a song about anything. anything. Yeah, <laughs> literally anything under the sun can be a song. If you just throw some blues chords and a, a slick blues scale in there, that's all you got to get. That's it. Yeah, I was just like... <laughs> oh, man. Look, I even... As I was trying to find out if he actually has a deaf brother, I kind of started to lean more towards he doesn't because some of his other songs are... Um, I took Grandma to the club and... I forget. Something about a, a preacher cheating, a preacher having an affair or something, something. It was a funny <laughs> title. But both... like They're both like, okay. Oh I'm starting... like I saw those two. Those, those are like listed as like two of his like other bigger hits, right? So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe he's just like a comedic guy but then i was also at, at first i was like okay he's just a comedian he's making fun of deaf people but then i was like well no you can be a comedian and like still have a deaf brother and this story be real so i have no idea where to land on this dude i will admit i laughed i'm not gonna say i didn't <laughs> i laughed <laughs> i straight up did i ain't gonna lie i laughed i laughed pretty hard yeah <laughs> it definitely caught me off guard Oh man, when I heard this for the first time, I laughed so hard down there in Alabama with my folks. I was like, where do y'all find these songs? And apparently that's what's popping down there. And uh, and ever since then, like, it's just, <laughs> I it, this is the reason why I love blues. I mean, granted, some of the topics are, are just way out there and just outlandish and just straight up cartoony, but... It's still funny though, and it's good music, and that's the thing. It's like it was, song- I mean, he was very harmonic. He he was oh, yeah. he's a good blues singer. Like just you take the subject matter out of it, and just just listen to the quality of his voice. He's a very good singer. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> just again, just it's she, the she, context she, of the she, song. She she she, she fine. <laughs> And like the fine is like a beautiful note. Like she fine, and he like holds the fine really nice. But then it's just like. You can't even really appreciate it because you're cracking up from the she 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 she's before. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, I love that it. one was that one was definitely. I even went and asked um, this lady that I, I work with most days. Uh, this was I think like Wednesday this week. I went in and I was like, okay, because I'd heard the song a few times at this point, and I was just like, again. I didn't know I was one side on one day and then like at the end of the day, I'd be on the other side. I'm like where I landed on it. And so I asked her, I was like, have you heard of Stan Butler and this song, my deaf brother? And she's like, no, what's it about? And I was like, well, it's about a guy. He has a deaf brother. And I basically just gave her the synopsis or whatever real quick. And I was like, yeah. So like whenever he stands up, you know, and I just told her cause we were at work. So I couldn't really have a chance to like play it for her. Um, but just like telling her without playing it for her, I just telling her like, yeah. So he sings that and just, he quotes his brother going, she 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 fine, and she went and like covered her, like put her hands over her mouth and was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, right? I can't decide if it's bad or not. <laughs> so that also yeah. didn't help because like that day that I told her, I was kind of, that was after I'd thought about it. I was like, well, he could, you know, even if he is doing it more comedically, he could have a deaf brother. And, you know, it's, it's probably okay to laugh at it. And it's probably like, which I still think it's okay to laugh at it, but like, it's, he's probably like all in good fun or whatever. Like, you don't think he's like, mm-hmm. you know, and then she, she has that reaction. And I was like, okay, maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe my sense of humor is just too messed up to like realize this is bad. I don't know. 
I mean, potentially. I mean, well, I know. Well, I can't speak for you. I know my sense of humor is crazy. Uh, mine's so. mine's pretty out there. Yeah, I think we're both yeah, yeah, similar in that yeah. regard. Yeah, exactly. But that being said, the song is a good song. Like, it's very soothing. I enjoy the blues part of it's, it. It's a very good it's, bluesy song for sure. It's super catchy and has a good ring to it. I mean. I don't know much of it beyond. I didn't do the deep dive on that one. Maybe oh, I, was, I tried to. There was not a lot of information about it. Oh man! That's Which it only I didn't realize it only came out in like twenty twenty or twenty twenty or twenty twenty one because he only started making music in like the end of twenty nineteen. I think was whenever his like first songs came out, like September or mm-hmm. sometime of twenty nineteen. So it's, he's only been making music for a few years. So exactly, exactly. It's Who true. knows? Man, in a few years, we might be seeing this. It's like he might blow up or something. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, my deaf brother performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hey. Move over, Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something to see. That would be hilarious. <laughs> speaking of which, not really speaking of which, we're at the end of the episode, y'all. Yeah, uh, those are all you. of our picks, unfortunately. <laughs> it wasn't all of our picks. I mean, we got some honorable well, Those are all the picks we, we condensed and decided to talk about. <laughs> It's all the ones that we end up just settling on at the last yeah. minute because, like, we kind of just did this crunch time. But trust us, you know, we want to keep your attention as long as possible, but we're not trying to hold you hostage for three days because we can make a playlist that long if you choose yeah. to. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to follow us on all the things at After Listen Pod and visit us online at AfterListenPod.com for links and previous episodes. Keep on listening. Bye. Bye. She 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 fine. She 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 fine. She fine. Can't get over it.